As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time for episode 638 of Who Charted, the show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have passed Checkpoint Errors, the new Taylor Swift three-hour victory tour lap that she's taking worldwide on the road back to summer 2023. I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Link Later, Howard Kramer. And with me, as always, is Brett the Fret Morris, a.k.a. Starred. What's up, Starred? What's up? Wow. New on-the-spot nickname. Kaboom. That quick. Um, the uh, have you been seeing any of these eras tour videos on TikTok? Yes, I was thinking we might watch some at least, uh, okay. if not here on Two Charted. But was, yeah, I've been seeing some crazy visuals and stuff like that. There was one moment that uh, I thought of you. I'm wondering if you've seen that. I've never seen it done before in a live show where she dives into the stage. Yes, of course. You've seen yeah. that, yeah. And then she yeah, like yeah, swims. Yeah. <laughs> She's like standing on stage and does like a fake dive. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, this fake water splashes. They cut to a video of her swimming. It's (laughs) It's so so ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It was not a smooth transition at all. It was just like her dive cut to fake. Yeah. Her dive form is not quite all there. Like it looks like she's clearly belly flopping. (laughs) Yeah. I've seen mules. I've seen horses do better dives than that. But uh, she made it over to the other set, and then she had climbed up a ladder, and then she disappeared yeah. behind some clouds. It was very uh, like Salvador Dali. It was it was a whole bunch of wackiness. <laughs> but uh, she's serving that up, and, and yeah. we're glad she's out there. And uh, we'll see how that tour runs its course. And maybe we'll discuss it with our guest. Oh, my God. Hell Here yeah. he comes now. You know him from, well... Emily the Criminal, and many other things. And he's got a brand new podcast called The Raj Tapes. And we're glad to have him right here on Who Chartered. Please welcome Ben Rogers. Yo, hey, thanks, ben. guys. Probably yeah. few people do know me from Emily the Criminal. I'm in, about, I'm in it for maybe about 1.2 seconds. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, but, uh, but it's Your cool. publicist it loves cool. it. Your publicist, publicist is leading with it. Yeah, they're working their ass off. My publicist. Yeah, your social media guy has got that front and center. I know it's frustrating. I mean, they don't want me to acknowledge any girlfriends uh, I have or chill. Oh. They want to keep the, the 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 ruse going that I'm just this available swinging bachelor. Yep, that's, that's how it is. That's with what they do. Star and I have to keep our relationship secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Star, you can't acknowledge. You can't even acknowledge your like pets or anything, right? Because they don't want to like no. keep the no. all the fans that want to like gift you pets. Like they, they you got to keep that part of your fame going. Exactly, and then I get so like if many. He says pets he loves dogs. Delivered. They send him dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to put down so many dogs. I'm so jealous, man. I'm so (laughs) jealous. All you fucking big time influencers get so many free dogs. 
Dude, I mean, you know, it's a burden. It's really. incredible. Is it annoying to post yeah, like thank you so much? Back. You got to hold it up, <laughs> hold it up by the neck, and it's mm-hmm. so cute. You know, I I know I got to put this poor thing down. I just got too many. Well, uh, we're glad that you guys worked that out, and we're glad that you're here, and uh, we'll get into the music charts. First, let me wrap the history of recorded music. Music. We used to play LPs, eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next? NFTs? Tunes. <laughs> All right. There what it is. chart do we have this week? Yeah, we're going to count down the top five on Spotify this week. Okay, Spotify. great. And now I'm caught up with the song, so like I'm ready to roll. <laughs> You're caught up with okay. music in general, right? Mm-hmm. And the with the little window where it might go. That's right. If you know your history, you know maybe your future. <laughs> All right, coming in at number five. Number five. Speak of the devil, it's Taylor Swift. All of the girls you loved before. Whoa, she did a Enrique Iglesias? Treat me like a lady, all that I can say is All of the girls you loved before Made you the one I've fallen Is this the new song she put out with those old ones? I wasn't uh, exactly clear about these last flurry of releases. She put out yeah. like some Taylor's versions of some old stuff, but then I th- she put out some right. new stuff. Maybe that's the new. Yeah, this is weird because it says it's from 2019. Um, but maybe, it's back maybe on that's charts. a replay. Maybe that's one of the Taylor's version. Does it say Taylor's version? No, it's not a Taylor's version mm. thing. Wow. Well, uh, I know that. Uh, I wonder if this is the song she makes the stage dive to. Maybe everyone's interested in it. Oh, uh, maybe. I so. mean, I like the idea of being like, you were a piece of shit until you started dating a bunch of people. And I like them <laughs> better than you. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> well, Enrique Iglesias had a famous hit that was called To All the Girls I've Loved Before. This mm, feels like uh-huh. kind of the uh, response record or something, mm-hmm. maybe. I mean, I feel that way sometimes where it's like, you you only like the cool shit because I told you about it. Yeah, you took my personality and now you're impressing other dudes with it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do we want to watch the stage dive real quick? I would love to. Yeah. All right, here it is. I'm going to share my screen. Taylor Swift dives into the stage during the Eras tour. Oh, this is a different dress than I saw her do the other one. She's in a green dress this time. That means they have to create videos for every dress. She's wearing an emerald green dress, so and that is a very bad. It's worse than they described at the top of the show. This is my first first viewing of it. It is it is very very bad. Very bad dive. Wait, here's another hopefully epic stage dive like you've never seen before. This guy. That one, at least I could see the splash. And then there's a video on the stage, which I'm not, I'm not sure how people are supposed to see that. Maybe they're way like, high from up. the audience. 
I mean, clearly but, uh, she's just jumping into a, a hole in the floor where there's yeah. a pad. So you can't like head dive. Like it doesn't, yeah. the, it the illusion like doesn't carry over. Her yeah. Head. Yeah. She's trying not to smash her head on that. Uh, it also looks like uh, she'd been doing the tour for like 50 years. So when this part comes, she just mails it in. Like Fuck, she why do we, they got to see the dive. <laughs> She's like, ah, fuck it, the dive again. All right. There's another video I saw where her hair was all staticky and like sticking straight up. Did you see wow. that one? Mm-hmm. Well, no. She have cats with her? <laughs> yeah, she brought her cats on stage. <laughs> She's in a row. I was wondering, like, uh, we gotta stop the show. Has anybody seen my cats? <laughs> I was wondering if she was about to get hit by lightning. It was like <laughs> I've never seen that before. Like somebody's just getting static. Charged like right on stage, right? Like she's just like, yeah, fuck the costumes. <laughs> coming out in her regular. All right, coming in number four. Number four, Miley Cyrus, flowers. Uh, masturbation ode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. By the she way, you bought. know the... the uh, Howard, do you know the name of the album? Uh, Miley's, yeah, Endless Summer Vacation. Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard you comment on that before. Well, I... Um, you know, the Beach Boys had a greatest hits album called Endless Summer. And it was like the first album I ever got. So this yeah. just sounded like... It was a movie, too. Yeah, just like she had nothing, so I just ah, throw vacation on the end of that. (laughs) People are lazy this year. (laughs) The Endless Summer 2 soundtrack was weirdly very uh, impactful on me. What was that one? It had like this guy, Gary Hoey, who was like a hotshot guitar player, and he did like new versions of Dick Dale kind of things and like. He did the Linus and Lucy song weirdly, but on guitar. Oh, and that's it was like cool. shredding. Oh, okay. And uh, I thought that was the coolest fucking thing I'd ever heard. Like, cool. Why was, was that? That was the second one, though? Yeah, Endless Summer 2. It was like in the early 90s, I think. Well, what was the first one? It was a 60s classic. That Endless was a, Summer. Yeah, 60s film. I went to oh, a Oh, you talking about camp. the soundtrack from the movie? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. I was in uh, Costa Rica, and and one of the places down there was is run by one of the guys from the first Endless Summer. He just like up and left town and just started a board shaping store in Costa Rica. Wow, nice. he's doing it doing? right. He looks great. He was like, "How long are you in town for?" I was like, "I'm actually leaving tomorrow." He's like, "Don't leave." I know a doctor. He can write you a note. You can get your money back from your plate. Do what I did. Yeah, it was like it's I do it all the time. Summer. <laughs> Did you recognize him? Did he look uh, like the kid in the movie? He still like does the 60s surfer look of the slick back hair and the Hawaiian shirt. Nice. Um, but the, uh, you know, I had no fucking clue who he was. He, they like kind of advertise it on like every, it's, it's the thing people talk about at the bar. It's like, you know, he, he was in Endless yeah, Summer. Summer. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if he would knew the narrator. The guy's cracking all those corny jokes about the natives <laughs> and stuff. If you rewatch now, that movie, there's some 
It's slightly problematic, <laughs> I'm sure. Do you think the um the the title of this song is at all influenced by the Kathleen Turner memoir Send Yourself Roses? Wow. Wow. Uh should be. Used to be in the bathroom of the New York UCB. That's that the only reason album? I know that. <laughs> that, that, uh, that memoir, that, cover, I mean, that, that book memoir. in the back, it was Kathleen so Turner, weird. send yourself flowers or send yourself <laughs> roses and like other lessons or some shit like that. <laughs> I was never in a UCB bathroom to actually use it. It was just to get away from other performers so I could think about what I was going to do <laughs> so you there. think for one second. Mm -hmm. I just, I've, I, there's so much in the LA one, there's so much graffiti that I've read just 800 times just because I wasn't even in there for any reason. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe Miley was in that bathroom. She went to I, That's my theory. Maybe. Yeah. I wouldn't be terribly surprised. She, she was at, she was watching Endless Summer 2. Went to the UCB, had to use the bathroom. She didn't want to use the one, all the regular fucking showgoers. She's like, I'll just sneak into the green room. Who's going to stop me? She went in there to love herself. Yeah. Took a self-loving dump in there, read a little bit of Buy Yourself Roses. What? She's reading. If she's taking a, if she's peeing, she's not going to read a book. I don't know if that's what the song's about. Come on. <laughs> Um, have you seen any of the uh, TikToks or other videos of Miley Cyrus recently? Like she's saying like this one line in an interview and her voice is so like cra crackly and like that people keep comparing it to other things. It keeps like flashing to another uh, like a like a Star Wars robot saying a line <laughs> or whatever. It's so fucking yeah, funny. I like wait, that. Wait, <laughs> let's see if this one works. The journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. <laughs> this guy's just sliding the a guitar pick. The journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. <laughs> it's a good meme going out there. Yeah, it sounds like a AI shit. Yeah. Computer, what is the journey? <laughs> <laughs> the journey is the part that you remember anyway. It's crazy that that can transform into like a decent singing voice. Yeah, how does she squeeze singing out of that? <laughs> she is a transformer, possibly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. It's like a dried prune in there, but she like <laughs> opens it up for notes to come through. <laughs> Remember, humans, what the Autobots will teach. The journey <laughs> is the day. <laughs> Coming in at number three. Number uh, three. SZA, Kill Bill. That was actually recorded in the bathroom at UCB. <laughs> Get that natural echo. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's a, it's a hard echo to reproduce, so you got to get it at the source. Yeah, there's no plug-in for it. Mm -hmm. You can't chase that sound. You just got to go straight to it. <laughs> yeah. It's like the stairwell, the Led Zeppelin stairwell they recorded the drums in. It's yeah. like that's maybe at the top and then the UCB bathroom echo. Yeah. You know, then the shark room, 
Let's go <laughs> Shark Crew. Great song. Uh, I think it's got the sound of today. The kids are digging it. And uh, it just has that warbly guitar that says 2023 to me. <laughs> Have you heard that one, Ben? No, I haven't heard any of these songs. Even yeah. the even the, <laughs> the even the 2019 one. These are all new to me. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Welcome uh, to a new decade. Right. Does all do right. you guys find this show keeps you plugged in at all to the the comings and goings? Is that one <clears throat> of the benefits? Yeah. I think sure, it yeah. does. I mean, because you guys are ageless. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, I certainly wouldn't have heard that song like 40 times by now if it wasn't for who charted. Yeah. Like, I always get reminded of it on this show. <laughs> yeah. This is the only place where I hear that song, but I, I can at least like realize that that's what people are listening to. Yeah. I have, I, I am completely blind to most pop music to, to like someone needs to, I'm sure I've heard Taylor Swift songs like in cars passing by or out like at stores yeah. or restaurants or whatever. But like, I would never be able to like identify it as that. Those are tough to name though. They yeah. are very interchangeable. Mm -hmm. She has these patterns yeah. she goes into. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, a lot of people bail on the top 40 and all that kind of thing as soon as they get out of high school or something. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. It was pretty early on for me, but I was into it for a while back in the, uh, the MTV countdown days. That was, that oh, was yeah. my, my oh, big yeah. chart. Right on. I, I don't think it means as much. Like the top 40 is a little more yeah, of a vague doesn't. term at this point. Cause mm -hmm. like, yeah, there's so many what charts. is top 40 for like high school kids right now is probably not on this chart, you know? Yeah. Whereas I feel like when we were growing up, it was just, un it was just, yeah, we didn't have as many objects. Object. Yeah. yeah. Like the top 40 for a kid could be fucking just uh, like, Peanuts getting turned into peanut butter and the sound of that shit. <laughs> right. And we yeah. don't know. Yeah, just background noises. Uh -huh. That's all he knows. You That's definitely top this. 40 for like five-year-olds, I think. <laughs> like peanut butter sound. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking garbage trucks backing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, coming in number two. Number two. Morgan Whalen, Last Night. Something's telling me this ain't over yet. No way it was our last night. I kissed your lips, make your grip sheets with your fingertips. Last bottle of Jack, we split a fifth. Just talking about life, going sip for sip. Yeah, you, you know you love to fight. And I say shit I don't mean. But I'm still gonna wake up. He's got like the top five. He's got all the chart positions. Yeah. Yeah, this whole genre I'm, I'm, is alien to me um, in a way where I almost feel like I've jumped into a, a, when I hear it, it's like I'm in a, another reality where, where um, you are it's I, called Red State America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think of country as sort of like, because I, like, I like country like Hank Williams and shit. Sure. And yeah. to me, when I hear this, it's it's almost like, what if we kept doing the blues or some shit and it was like charting and stuff? When I think of it <laughs> yeah. as almost like an antiquated genre. But yeah. no, it's, it's still around. It's still fucking firing on all it's, cylinders. It's weirder than I think it's ever been because mm -hmm. now it's started to absorb... Like pop yeah, and morphing. R and B yeah. and sort of like slightly raunchy vocoders and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> vocoders and hip hip hop lyrics. A lot yeah. of it. It's in a very. But strange it's weird place when right you now. go to the country chart. 
you do see like the stuff you were talking about, like the old traditional stuff. You see that coexisting with this shitty stuff that a lot of times sounds like soft rock from the seventies or even disco now. And it's how sleazy weird. does it get? Like maybe I should start checking some of this out. It gets real oh, sleazy. It gets dirty, yeah. What was the one that that a chartist sent us? It was like uh, fucking and what was it called? Remember, uh, it was like, I, there was one I brought, which was uh, like two doors down or something like that. Like uh, it was just about how he's gonna bang her so hard out in the in the field that no no neighbors are gonna be able to hear. It was really, like, uh, you know, it sounded like a come on to him. I'm not sure if it did to her, but uh, yeah, I don't remember the the one you're talking about. Remember, it was like the, the, the someone said that all the bachelorette parties were all screaming. At, oh, uh, in the new one. Oh, it's yeah, a new one. Uh, it's pretty. It's like it's worth yeah. listening to one okay, time. Dick down, oh, yeah, get oh, in the dick truck down in Dallas. Oh, that one. Okay, I thought right? we were doing the get in the truck one. Wait in the truck. <laughs> get in the truck. <laughs> Wait in the truck. <laughs> no, Wait in the truck's about he's gonna beat the shit out of this oh, guy yeah. that beat up this girl. So he tells the girl, "Wait in the truck while oh, I oh, take yeah. care of the guy." This is a it's a genre Howard and I call cringe conch cringe country. Most of any of the modern country, we just call it crazy yeah. country. Yeah, this is Dick Down in Dallas. This is the one the guy was talking about. She's flying down 40 like a bat out of hell from Memphis. She left me all alone in Montgomery tonight. She's getting Dick Down in Dallas, real out in Raleigh, tag teamed up in Tennessee. Oh, wow. <laughs> so beyond belief. Yeah. Yeah, I got fucked like, in Boston. That ain't on the charts. Getting butt fucked in Boston. Anal <laughs> in Austin. Yeah. A lot of yeah. doubling down on kind the butt stuff, city yeah. to city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you you would think she would take a break like <laughs> on this on this fuck tour. It's a lot of travel. I wonder if she's stopping yeah. in the small towns in between. Yeah. She I dealt with sky miles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but on the you know, again, it's not necessarily in the top five, but uh like well, that, all the that, that's a novelty goof record. That's no, but not the, on the charts. I'm saying all the comments are like this song is huge in Nashville. Like I'm glad to see it up here. Yeah, like, yeah. like I can see it. This big. is the one everyone's talking about. Yeah, that's what the kids are listening to. It's not on the we this is beyond the charts. <laughs> it's the era we're in. They watch Peanuts get crushed to that mm -hmm. song. All right, coming in at number one. Number one. This is Pink Pantheress and Ice Spice with Boys a Liar Part Two. <laughs> Yeah, so weird sound. <laughs> it's like, and that's is that that boy's uh, a liar? Boy's or, a liar. Okay, she said it like, like Leo. A Leo. I thought yeah. she said Leo. Leo. I thought it was like a, a his, commentary uh, on on the, the the popularity of astrology charts these days. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, we should we should count down the astrology charts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought this podcast was. I've been doing research oh, like crazy oh, on God. the charts. And <laughs> Sorry here, to throw you a curve. Yeah. <laughs> Brett kept asking me about songs. I was like, dude, I get it. You're into fucking music, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, that's guy. such a Taurus thing to say. Stop changing the subject. <laughs> How would they count down the top five? <laughs> <laughs> this week's number one sign. <laughs> Scorpio. <clears throat> hey, you want to do a quick, uh, you want to do a throwback? Number one. A lot of chartists were asking for that around the, uh, like a month ago when we did that. Oh, where we, oh, was, we go 10 years back. Like, we go 30 years back or something. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. what is the real number one first though? That was it. Boys. Oh, that was it. That one. Okay. Boys yeah. Let's go. Boys Leo. So. Coming in at number one from March 21st, 1993, 30 years ago. Wow. Do you guys way back. Do you guys have go. any guesses? Yeah, let me try to guess this okay. one. Okay, 1993, you said? Yeah. March. Exactly okay. 30 years ago. Okay. Um, can you give me the genre of the band that's oh. in number one? I, that's, I'm saying Whitney Houston. Wow, okay. he's just going for it. Wow. It's going to... If I get too specific with that, you're going to get it immediately. But I'll say it's within... The sort of hip hop genre, I think. Oh, oh. Snoop Dogg. Within, no, oh, that's okay. a damn good guess. Uh, Snoop Boys Dogg. the Men. Uh, Motown Philly. And I'll say right, this: it's a one say, hit wonder. One oh, hit wonder in hip hop. Yeah, that doesn't give away anything. That could be. Well, I songs. know, but I, that's not Chris the thing Cross that will, will that's make not you the thing jump. That will give it away. They had that's a, a good sing, guess. they had a follow up single. They had a. Uh, they had a follow-up. All right, let me say this. This is the thing that would probably give it away. It's a uh, uh, Jamaican-tinged hip-hop. Oh, Informer. Shaggy. There you go. There you Informer. Go. You know some Informer. Some Informer. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, Canadian dancehall. Snow. <clears throat> Listen how wet that snare is. Yeah. What a sound. Sounds like it's coming through an AM radio. Yeah, Canadian dance hall from snow. From snow. I mean, people what are still licking boom booms down. and uh, Yeah, that song I'm, still gets respect. I'm, gu- I'm guessing Criss Cross is number two. It's top five. Ooh, I'm going to guess Roxette. She got the look. Oh, that's a good guess. I think that was earlier, though. Maybe 92. Jeez. Uh, I bet you I we got some number two. salt and pepper on there. We'll just have to guess. I don't have I don't have quick access to that. Okay. Okay. But, uh, wow, well, that was a good <clears throat> journey. Back yeah, it was time. a great journey. Well, you need to get that fucking Miley Cyrus computer running to just fucking sound off to you and tell you <laughs> number right. two. Number, number two, two salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's Shoot. What's, uh, Vader number two. <laughs> that's the music chart. Then and now. And we'll be right back with the movie chart. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. 
Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Infamer, you know, said I miss no, is not to blame. <clears throat> oh, you know, is that what he's saying? You know, you know me, daddy's, you know, say daddy me snow me, I go blame. <laughs> You know, say daddy me snow me. I you go know, blind. say daddy me snow me not to blame. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what that means. He's not to blame for the song. <laughs> he's telling the informer whose butt he's licking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not to blame. T- <laughs> if anything happens. Hey, it's not my fault. Not my fault. Hey, <laughs> thanks for giving me all the info. Now let me eat your ass out. <laughs> I'm H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guests, Ben Rogers and Brett Morris. And this is The Movie Chart. Movies, they're just like tweets. They release them constantly. Most of them we don't need to see. But when you get a good one, ooh-wee, movies. These are the movie charts. We'll see what's bringing people back into the theaters. All right. Coming in number five. Number five. We got Marvel Studios, Ant-Man, and the Wasp, Quantumania. I used to ask myself a lot of questions. Scott, you're at X-Con. How are you? I'll show the screen. That doesn't make sense. But everywhere I go, people tell me the same thing. Thank you, Spider-Man. Is that Stanley? That's why we made this. That wasn't Stanley, was it? Are they still putting no, Stanley's corpse in these? Yeah. Are they still <laughs> committing elder abuse? They might on as poor well Stanley? Just CGI him in. <laughs> Reanimated elder abuse. Hello, true believer. You're big now, Ant Man. <laughs> oh fuck! The is. thing broke, and now they're all fucking small and shit. Good. We're damn. watching the trailer, the official trailer of Quantum Mania. Is that the what happens? Marvel they all go small. Will never be the same. I assume. Yeah. In an Ant Man film, they tend to get small. Yeah. They bring Rick Moranis back for that. I feel like he kind of dominated that that genre. I know. They're missing out. Rick yeah. doesn't work for for many people, but you throw an Ant Man script in front of him, he's coming out of retirement. I bet. Well, he he, he definitely shoots some life into it. I think it's getting <laughs> stale with Rudd. Mm-hmm. It was exciting to see him as Ant-Man, and now we need some more excitement. Rudd has hit a rut. Time do you watch all these? Rick Moranis. <clears throat> ben, do you I watch all these? I saw the first one. Do the Action Boys cover these? No, we have... Um, go old school. Uh, we, we almost don't do any movies past the year 2000. In fact, we don't. Um, we keep it all 20th century on this podcast cool. and, um, our views on Marvel, we, we tend to, we, as in usually me tend to criticize the Marvel movies as, as being kind of bad for yeah. the movie, movie. Was there a good ant movie in the two thousand, in the, uh, last century? Ant movie? Uh, I, you know, I feel like there were some, uh, every once in a while ants were scary, where there'd be like fire ants and something that would like take your your uh, <clears throat> your town down, and there's not yeah. enough of that. Those okay. scary like like yeah ants that will like come as a swarm and like eat your whole fucking village. Yeah, 
I don't. They're just. Uh, they seem organized to me. They don't seem scary. I got some ants in my place, and if you kill one of them, the others come and clean it up. They take the thing away. You come oh back yeah. An hour later, I've and seen it's that. all gone. They clean themselves yeah. up. Yeah, it's kind it's of really amazing. wild. They take their dead bodies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They just carry them off, and then they uh, there's a section of the uh, hive where they just stick all the dead bodies. They'll just yeah, and they like do kind of like catacombs. a. Because at first it's real sad, and then they jazz it up a little bit, like as they get closer to the catacombs. What do you mean? Oh, right. They like do start like, songs like and yeah, stuff. New Orleans style funerals. <laughs> <laughs> the the oh, are real into trombones, like Cajun, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's uh, trombone ants. They're just specialized <laughs> just to play at the funerals and dance around. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I remember going to Blockbuster and always seeing like one real B movie looking like the ants or something. I like, worked at a movie theater ants. when both Ants and A Bug's Life came out. Wow, so, man. so A Bug's Life, sort of a, a, a Pixar early Pixar movie. They DreamWorks tried to scoop them. This is back in the era when like two of the same yeah, movie with would always ants come out. With a Z. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Ants with a Z with Woody, Woody Allen, Allen. I think being the main voice. He was. Yeah. Yeah. How Woody did I Allen know that? The <laughs> He's the ant. He was yeah. a Schmendrick ant who <laughs> Schmendrick. Uh, couldn't get it together or something. Yeah, those toys didn't do good. You just see them at Toys R Us for a dollar ninety nine. The big box, like. They just yeah. they didn't sell. Um, all right, coming in number four. Number four. We got 65. There's something alien out there. It's with Adam Driver. Location unknown. Charter 373. This is Commander Mills. My ship was hit by an undocumented asteroid. Transporting 35 passengers. Is that Firestarter? On a long <laughs> it sounds like it. I am the Firestarter. <laughs> Send help. So this one, he goes back into like dinosaur times, right? It's like Marriage Story, but he's punching dinosaurs and stuff. And it is a Braun <laughs> film. I um ha this is the first time I've e even seen the trailer, but I would see this. I would too. Like I've heard bad things. Seems it looks like they're like not the kind of dumb shit it. I'm into. Yeah, the like even just hearing has me. Yeah, hearing the the term undocumented asteroid already kind of hooks me <laughs> in. <laughs> what is that about? Thirty five percent. Yeah, is every asteroid asteroid documented out there? No, <laughs> it's like a lot of work. <laughs> The, uh, it's what you're supposed to call asteroids now. Okay, here's the big selling point for 65 to yeah. me. Uh, my co-host on Action Boys, John Gabrus, did see it. Mm -hmm. He told me there's not enough of him fighting dinosaurs in the movie. But this is what will get me there. It's 90 minutes long. Oh, yeah, great. That's, a, that's an automatic selling point for me. Yeah, that's half an avatar. Yeah. I'm there. It's bite size. I'll happily take that down. Although it is PG-13. That's bad. Coming in at number three. Number uh, three. Creed three. I spent the last seven years of my life living out my wildest dreams. Bianca. Rocky. My dad. This was built on their shoulders. 
my man, can I help you? Let me get an autograph. Nah, I ain't signing the autographs, but you get off my car. You don't remember me, huh? Damien. Whoa. When you locked up? The Exorcist? Yeah, The Omen. It's all for you. Yeah. yeah. That's what they need in these Rocky movies is more supernatural shit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see fight a demon. Creed should be fighting demons at this point. Yeah. This dude should have a fucking demon inside him. And, you know, maybe he does. Creed versus Predator. Uh, what's that guy's name? Jonathan Majors, because he's also in Ant Man and the Wasp, so he's he's doubling up in this top five. Wow, pretty. Good. I think he's a pretty good actor. I saw him on the. Um, he was at the uh, NBA All Star Game and he was having a fucking blast. And he had he gave a lot. He he gave what you want at one of those, which is somebody on the sidelines having huge reactions to dunks. Oh yeah, which is kind of your job when you go. Yeah, if you're courtside. Yeah, you gotta That's fucking. Your job. You gotta either be so dramatically unimpressed or blown away, <laughs> right? Or it'd be or, like that or, one lady who gave that kid a fucked up score. She didn't want to see him win the whole thing. The McClung oh, right. kid. The McClung gave him a forty nine. Yeah. Robbed mm-hmm. him. Yeah, hey. robbed him of the perfect store score. Yeah. Even though he gave a, he, he's the first person to give a fuck about it in like a decade. Yeah, yeah. from That's the G League too. Um, all right, coming in at number two. Number two. Scream six. You got a problem here, guy? Guy? He just got a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, finally. They gave Ghostface the gun. That's what I need. <laughs> I love that idea of just yeah. the guy have just straight up having a yeah, Ghostface hacking. You, like supernaturally. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. shoot you. Yeah, see, these movies got to go the other way. Creed needs supernatural shit. Yeah. Scream needs these just going realistic. Like, they need to go full January yeah. 6th with Ghostface. Yeah. Like, he's got to start wearing technical shit. That's his name, right? Ghostface? Ghostface, I guess. I think yeah. so. Do people in these Mr. movies Scream, now just Dr. go? Scream. Do they go? Hey, he's wearing the mask from Scream. Like, do they recognize that it's the mask from that oh, movie? A little I checked bit. Out, I checked out a Scream after I think maybe two. I don't think I ever saw the third one, but I think they've gone through the many the the the, the looking glasses from what I've heard. Yeah. Where now they are not meta anymore. They were super oh, okay. meta, oh, okay. and now they're just kind of yeah, because it was impossibly yeah. meta before. Yeah. Like there, there was a scream equivalent movie in the movie that they would reference, and it's just yeah. Like, I think it confuses the new kids. Like the new kids are the ones going to see these movies, and they don't give a shit that it, you know, about what all that other shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah, they want genuine shit. They're looking up the porn of people actually in love. They don't right. want any irony. Yeah, the irony age is over. Sincerely, I like it. Yeah. I think it's a good, I think it's a good trend. Irony definitely fell off a cliff at some point. Uh, With the Lannis Morissette's hit single. (laughs) That was the last time I needed to know about it. should have just ended right there. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Coming in number one. Number one. Driven irony right off the fucking side of a cliff. 
<laughs> Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Wow, Zachary Levi. He's an old earwolf uh, veteran. We are at war. We will annihilate everything. Champions of this realm can do nothing to stop us. You are very menacing. I just want you to know that. A lot has changed in the last few years. The wizard gave me superpowers. How did he become Shazam? Where's, what is, I don't know, man. You know, he used to be an earwolf every, every week. Well, there used to be that, that wizard that would hang around earwolf. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give him some powers. Yeah, giving actors the the ability to pretend to be kids. <laughs> Zach Levi had a podcast called Picking Favorites, where man, they all just named their favorite things. Really, wow. it's not about gambling. The table, yeah. Wow. And, uh, he would talk about Christ, and how fucking cool he is, and really, um, yeah. Is every week his favorite <laughs> thing not is Jesus joking. again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the fifth week running, my favorite thing is Jesus, our Jesus Lord. Christ. Jesus, <laughs> top to top. <laughs> He's the he, ultimate uh, champion of the realm. <laughs> was, he, was it in that rush where they were giving everybody a podcast? I mean, how did? Oh he, yeah, uh, man. That was didn't a need weird, a hook that week. Yeah, you know, a weird yeah. era. Levi like, knocks at the earwolf door. You open up and you give him a seat. You fucking open up. One of um, uh, a colleague of mine on Action Boys, co-host Ryan Stanger, described his eyebrows as looking drawn on. We were trying to, <laughs> yeah, we were trying to figure out what looked strange about Shazam, and that might be it. They looks so like those were added in. Yeah, it definitely seems like he has like clay on his face or something. It's like there's something going on there. Yeah, he might be too old to play a superhero, possibly, but then to also be a superhero who's a kid most of the time, it'd be <laughs> it's it's tough. It's anyway, Shazam didn't do too hot. It's still number one. Number one, that's surprising. Uh, At least it's uh, not the same tone. I mean, it looks like it is the same tone as the goofy ones. I guess I could say at least it's not Marvel. The money's going so to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's also like they're ending all this shit that, that came out before James Gunn got involved. So they're just kind of putting all this stuff and like letting it kind of die, which sometimes leads to weird stuff, which I'm a fan of, which is why I, I'm... Anything that's a little bit bizarre, I'm I'm more interested in. I don't so, think there's enough of that in the commercial movies. But it it leads to bizarre stuff just because the exec stopped paying attention. How, how does it? Like uh, even the um the Venom movie was like not under like a huge Marvel having to fit into a complicated backstory. Mm -hmm. So okay. so they there was a lot of dumb stuff that just like slips through. Yeah, I believe Venom calls himself a loser, and that's why he had to leave his home planet. Stuff like <laughs> he that. He just gets down I'm on himself. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm a loser, Eddie. I never told you, but that's why I left my planet. <laughs> and how's that supposed to make us feel that he could just show up here and be a superhero? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we're fucking super losers then. Yeah, thanks. Did they play the Beck song? Loser. They should have missed opportunity. Yeah. That would have helped it. 
Well, I guess that's the movie chart. Uh, maybe next week they'll give us something to get excited about. And we'll be right back with the hot picks. The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. These are the hot picks. We'll see if we did better than Spotify. Chances are we did. All right. Let's start with one of your picks. Coming in at number five. Number five. This is Sudan Archives with Selfish Soul. This is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's an American violinist and singer based in LA. Yeah. Wow. I was curious. I was like, I wonder where they got the violin from. If that's sampled or they like brought somebody in. No. Fucking yeah. much more, much more surprising. Like that's yeah. cool. She's one man band in it. And we've all been through that with the, with the lady friend. And uh, this was cool that she converted it into something more listenable. <laughs> what do you mean we've been through it you know the, you have a girlfriend should i cut my hair i don't know oh, sure. it's magazines and it's weeks on end <laughs> so i like to hear it in music form. now it's condensed yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> all right come in at number four number four this is my first pick this is brian jonestown massacre with oh nothing that is a stop. mess of a band nothing can stop this sound i almost did That's scary psychedelia right there. That's like if you took yeah. some acid and that 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 song in itself would would take you in a bad direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you got to keep that away from you when you're fucking <laughs> tripping your ass off. Yeah. Uh, those guys are a bunch of psychos. Do, do you know about the the documentary about those guys? Yeah, I never saw it. Yeah. What, I don't know about involved. it. They just have a rivalry with another band, and it's just this whole back and forth of this involved thing, and and uh, 
both of the guys who run the bands are psychos, but uh, yeah, the, it's the been a long time. Dig, dig, yeah, and it's, with it's the definitely Warhols. worth seeing. The Dandy yeah. okay, Warhols yeah, I remember when that came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, always better to be the um, to pick to pick a a band way bigger than you to try to start a rivalry with. Yeah, yeah. Because then they kind of drag you up. It's like, well, I got to check these guys fighting this big ass band. It's yeah, always giving like them an age name. old method. It used like, to happen uh, in hip hop a lot where like somebody yeah. you kind of sucked would like go after the top dog. And it's like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. Like Machine Gun Kelly going after Eminem. <laughs> right. <laughs> or like when, uh, you know, like Butterbean or whoever would like call out Mike Tyson. <laughs> they always like in, in boxing, there's always those guys uh, who just aren't even close, Rocky got close to ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got a shot. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to, I'm fighting Butterbean. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in, number three. Number three. This is Ben's pick. This is Hermanos Gutierrez with Thunderbird. I did a bad, bad thing. <laughs> Whoa, I really it thought is, that was in the song at first. <laughs> it does have kind of like a Lynchian uh, soundtrack vibe. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Like those two brothers from Breaking Bad are about to kill somebody. <laughs> Do they come in with vocals later on? or No, their stuff's all, they claim they have bad singing voices. But I, oh, okay. I mean, usually I listen to music when I'm working at home and I, I don't That's like a good lyrics. And so it's like, usually I go for stuff like this. And yeah. this I just heard on, I, I heard this on KCRW a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh, this is, I got to nice. check out what the fuck this is. So they're two like older guys, right? Yeah, and they get all decked out and shit. Um, like, they, they got a cool look. I got to check this out. Two guys playing guitar together, just like, there's just something about it you trust. You go, okay, you know. Yeah. It's just not a move you see, like, disingenuous people make. <laughs> or if you're, like, siblings, I feel like, you They're know, brothers, yeah. So, like, brothers. they kind of, yeah. I feel like if you can get along enough to make a a project like that work as siblings, like you must be pretty good. Yeah. Oasis. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's always going to be so easy to, to work explore. through. Yeah. Uh, Led Zeppelin or, or not uh, ZZ top that had a couple brothers in it. Right. Um, no, no, they just, just two long look beards. like it. Yeah. The two long beards are not brothers. And the drummer was named Frank beard. Right. He I did not have that. the beard. <laughs> That's fine. Um, they twisted. should have been called the Beard Brothers. I mean, that would have been a better name. <laughs> <laughs> they did all right. Uh, coming in, number th uh, two. Number uh, two. So my second pick, this is uh, Temples with Cicada.
like Bollywood stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is uh, uh, over the end credits to Quantumania, the Bollywood version of it. <laughs> <laughs> Charting in Bombay. That was produced by Sean Lennon. I just, oh, really? I just learned. Saw him once at a thrift store. You did? Yeah, South by Southwest in Austin. He was at Goodwill. I was like, wow. that motherfucker doesn't need a pick. He doesn't need to be shirts. shopping there. Yeah, what are you yeah. doing? I was with leave a bunch it, of people. Leave it for the Poe people. I yeah. ran into him with like at a party, and my girlfriend at the time was super wasted and called him Julian Lennon by accident. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Ouch. How do you react? He just ignored Spit it. On her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those two never got along enough to do a band together. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's too bad. Sean and Julian. I was was like he wearing Julian. that shirt he got in Austin? He was wearing a shirt that said, yeah, keep Austin weird. So it might have been that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's the one I wanted. Snagged it. All right, coming in at number one. <laughs> I want to get a shirt that says Austin's too weird. Yeah, too <laughs> weird. Too weird. Can we <laughs> chill out here a little bit? Yeah. He's back on the weird. <laughs> Normalize Austin. That's actually what Rogan has done. Yeah, he, he's made it more mainstream down there. Okay, uh, yeah, coming in at number one. Howard's second pick, Sunflower Bean with Easier Said. gotta be honest i don't even like this i don't I, I don't know why i picked this this is also from seven years ago yeah. it is yeah all right give me can i do a different one let's let's sure but you got to tell us the story of why you picked this i heard it and i, I didn't that down it. i kind of like even the, i like the drum track on it yeah I okay I like one the, instrument the was redeemable that's good no uh i even wrote down that i should start from the beginning and then i was like i don't i don't like this beginning <laughs> <laughs> so uh full disclosure maybe you learn yeah, maybe that. you listen in reverse maybe, maybe so. like it backwards yeah something happened um, but no, how about this? T-Pain, T-Pain right. with War Pigs. Oh, right. Someone sent this to me. I didn't even listen yet. Okay. Yeah, um, T-Pain put out a, co a covers album. We'll give you and a chart one, mulligan. Thank you. And one of the uh, one of the tracks is Black Sabbath's War Pigs. That's incredible. Fun. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. He's got an amazing voice. Whoa. Weird drum sound. Yeah, 
He's doing that with the auto tune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doing all the parts. Do Sabbaths go on this long before yeah. you start singing? Yeah, this is so far, note for note. Here we go. Whoa. Oh, I missed that bit of a bell. Now I want the little accents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Whoa. Nice. I feel like I'm hearing that song for the first time. Yeah. This this is the definitive version. <laughs> I like it. I rewatched um uh Decline of Western Civilization, the second wow. one recently. Yeah. Um and it has all that great stuff with Ozzy, who's maybe the most entertaining part of the movie. But there's this moment where he, he's talking about rehab, and he's so genuinely like, "I learned a lot of really interesting stuff. I'm I am an alcoholic." <laughs> <laughs> it's like a new term in society at that point. <laughs> like, like it's crazy. The stuff they teach you is like it's really bo- it's, it's so boring. <laughs> really You're not educational. To black out. <laughs> He learned Super the basic boring. building block of this. <laughs> you're, turns out you're supposed to stay awake most days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not supposed to snort ants. Yeah. There are other liquids. Yeah. Besides and the other ants come in and they fucking clean you out getting the dead ants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I wonder yeah. if they went up his uh, nostrils yep, clean to out the buddies. The ones. That's what they should do. It's like a band of brothers, you know, but ants in the ant world. Like a, yeah, are you, you listening, know, Hollywood? Yeah, come on. I like it. Yeah. Got to rescue their their brothers. With Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. Bring him back. <laughs> 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 That's the one. Um, Megadeth's in that one, right? They do like uh, In My Darkest Hour, I think. In Ants? That, that song. It, no, yeah, in Ant form. <laughs> <laughs> in Decline it, Part it, 2. That's like the the it's, worst. It's not taboo period. to eat, date your aunt daughter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Megadeth is in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the most drugged out part of their career. And they are also amazing. seem like the people in the documentary who have it the most together and are the right. most professional. <laughs> yeah, where they're like, yeah, you just got to work. Like you can't be all fucked <laughs> up all the time. You actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you actually gotta like practice and like record stuff. You can't just get fucked up and go <laughs> do a shitty show. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say a few years ago at Clusterfest, I think it was, like in San Francisco, we went did a couple podcasts there. But T Pain performed on one stage and like he did it all without auto tune. 
and his voice was like freaking fantastic. He had like a perfect oh, wow. voice. And it was just like, that's such wow. a bold move to cover it all up in auto tune just as a style. Like yeah, it is. Cause it. you'd think he'd want to show it off. Like these are real. You yeah. Know? No, he had like serious pipes. You sound show. like Darius Rucker on uh, cocaine, just like a little amped up. He'll be at Yamava Casino in August. Check him out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was a lot of fun. Those are some great picks. I think we did better than Spotify for sure. Definitely. Yeah, fuck Spotify. Even though I listen Amateurs. to it all the time. Um, ben, thank you so much for coming in. Um, everybody should check out the new podcast, the Raj tapes where you're taking out. VHS tapes of movies over to your buddy's place. That's perfect description of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for having me guys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I do the theme song. We didn't mention that. But oh, yeah, yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We talked pleasure. about it off air. But um, you know, every show has a uh, an opening and closing theme by the star himself, Brett Morris. And oh boy! Usually, the most positive feedback I get about the show is about the theme song. <laughs> no, the show kicks ass. It's really good. But I was happy with that theme too. Uh, and you gave a good reference point that I was happy to get, which was uh, nightclubbing. Oh, oh by Iggy Pop? Song. Iggy Pop, yeah. yeah. Oh, classic. And I'm like, oh, I love that song. I can fucking dive right I gotta in. tell you. Like I Taylor saw... Swift, I dove into it belly first. <laughs> I saw Iggy Pop last summer. Yeah. And he's fucking great. He ruled. He's, he's still the best, dude. Like he looks like shit, and he owns it. He can't really move around so much, so he just kind of like copies monkeys. Yeah, like he kind of moves around like an orangutan now. <laughs> yeah, Conor McGregor. People are still trying to like throw shit at him and stuff. He doesn't <laughs> give a fuck. Yeah, his skin is like melting off, and he's like at a weird angle. I love it. I read a quote from him recently saying that John Coltrane. He listens to more John Coltrane than any other artist. And that, like, his goal was to somehow, like, in his mind, to do what John Coltrane did, uh, uh, like, but with his body. <laughs> like, not <Wow>. physically, <laughs> wow. but to just somehow with his body in performing, just get out there like John Coltrane. Wow. It's some abstract it's, way it makes sense. He's like the godfather of punk, but his body's full jazz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I saw him downtown at the Mayan and he brought out Anthony Kiedis. So it was just two guys who were too old to have their shirts off, both dancing <laughs> right. around together. It's great. Anthony Kiedis has just been slowly like morphing into him. For yeah. Decades. It was like, yeah, before and after for sure. Uh, that was super fun. Check out uh, the Raj tapes. Check out Emily the Criminal. Check out Action Boys. Um, and check out Start's Theme. And check out... Uh, check out Masterclass, too. Oh, yeah. Me, me and Brett Bang and used I. to do... Did a podcast called Masterclass where our creative sparks first got set ablaze. That's right. That's right. Whoa. I think you can get that on Flagrant One's channel. Right on, dig into those and Comedy Bang Bang World. And also check out whochartedpod.com. Bring a friend in for Two Charted. Check out 
Drop Day Duel. Check out Grift Horse with me and Megan Beth Keister, and we will see you right here next week on Who Charted. Charted.